what's goody it's your boy donnie ray and we back in this bitch for another donnie ray's no fucking filter album review so last week uh i reviewed danny brown's you know what i'm saying album i think i gave that an eight and a half out of ten um yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i gave it so this week doing uh wale's wow that's crazy album so if if anybody knows anything about me you know that me personally i don't fuck with wale pretty much at all you know what i'm saying um i don't fuck with his personality he kind of corny to me uh he kind of like i feel like he too conceited for his skill level I feel like he think he better than he is, which I mean, I feel like I guess everybody should, but still that doesn't mean I need to like him. Uh, but I, I'm, I pride myself. I feel like I can pretty much remain uh, subjective to everything. So he has hits. I'm not going to deny that. that uh, Lotus Flower Bomb, and he has a couple of the songs that was hits. And those songs are cool, but like I said, me personally, I don't really fuck with Wale so initially you know what I'm saying I came into this album not really expecting too much I was expecting a lot of rambling because that's what I've known Wale to do a bunch of rambling on some tracks and I end up like losing me be like what are you talking about I don't really know what this nigga's talking about click turn them off type shit <laughs> but you know so uh, I wasn't expecting too much but like I said I want to go in and review this album Actually, I saw a lot, of, like a lot of people, like trashing the album initially on Twitter, and then like uh, a couple of days later, I seen people were giving the album good reviews. So I was kind of just like, huh? I wonder, you know, what I'm saying what this album's talking about. So you know, what I'm saying I wanted to check it out, listen to it a handful of times. I always feel like you gotta listen to something at least three times to be able to like fully digest it. So like if if somebody just listened to something one time, you know what I'm saying? They just got a, like a little taste of the album. They get, didn't get time to digest because as as I get this review, uh, you'll see on some of these songs, like as I listen to the album three, four, five times, the song started to grow on me. So initially I thought there was like uh, too many features on this album. But as I was uh, listening to it, it, the features didn't really like overtake the album didn't make it less of a wale album now there definitely were some standout features on here uh especially that black uh black feature uh bryson tiller feature um and that little little dirk feature for sure those definitely some standout features but the features on here they didn't really like uh, overtake the album wasn't like too much it was a good balance between Wale and the features but initially I wasn't expecting that I was like ah this nigga was just getting features so uh like I said initially I thought too many features but turned out not being that so the first song is called sue me and this was like a good little intro song uh I know I said that for a lot of the intros but they're also I've I heard a lot of albums where it's like, uh, I don't know if I would have picked that for the intro track, bro. Like, I feel like you got to kind of come hard on the intro track or like kind of set like the direction of the album. And I felt like he kind of uh, set a good direction of the album. Uh, it's like I said, a song called Sue Me had like a cool little vibe. I felt like it was like a song that black people will love. It's like uh, 
the hook was fucking sue me. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. You know, I had like that uh, cosp- uh, I said gospel. God damn it. <laughs> gospel feel, you nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I had a little gospel feel. Uh, like choirish, like that chants the rapper type vibe. Uh, kind of what I'm expecting with that. Uh, Jesus's uh, King album that just like real wide, you know, gospel choir sound. And I just felt like on the verses, he was just reflecting on his past and he was just like bigging up black people. You know, like I said, it was just like a good little intro track. Uh, just kind of setting the vibe for the whole album and then the next track was called Love and Loyalty and that was uh, featuring Manny Wells and it had like a little like island vibe you know island vibe island ting <laughs> had a little island vibe on it it wasn't like uh, a Caribbean vibe like that uh, one Drake song but it was like a definitely a popish type vibe uh, I felt like the hook was the best part of this song uh, it wasn't really one of the standout songs to me. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like one of my songs I needed to add to the playlist or nothing like that. So then the third track was called Cliche. And this song was like kind of more my speed. It was like, uh, like if you know anything about me, I fuck with that smooth shit. And it had like a real just like smooth beat vibe. Look kind of slow. And the song was just about life. And I actually felt like uh, Wale was out spit on this fucking uh, song by that nigga Boogie. Shout out Boogie. That nigga Chris fuck with Boogie. But I felt like he definitely outspit Wale on this song. He had a uh, he had a bar. It was like, uh, sit and think about the right path. Uh, could be the wrong direction. Uh, but falling back is progress. It's all about perspective. Like you can't me just saying it. It's kind of like okay, but like now nah, when you hear it on the actual song, like that was a bar, and I just felt like Boogie showed up. He outspilled Wale on that uh, track. So the next song was uh, Expectations, and that song had Black on it. And like I said, this was one of the standout features to me. Um, Black was on the hook, killed the fucking hook. He had a little verse. He killed the hook. And uh, like I never dove too much in the black. Like I like that one. Uh, what is it? Problem song. I think it's called. I like that song. And I kind of tried to listen to his album. Wasn't really my like speed at that time. Not my. It was more my speed, but it was really my vibe at the time. So I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. Cause like every time I hear him on the feature, he damn kills it. So like I said, he killed it on the hook. Uh, Wale was damn near spitting. Uh, and Wale's verse was just about the expectations that, you know, society puts on women and the pressure that they uh, got to meet these expectations. And I feel like a lot of women will be able to relate to that, obviously. And um, he and it's like last verse, he was like uh, telling a girl if she change her body, do it for her. Uh, don't do it for anybody else. And I feel like that's like a. I don't want to say a cliche message, but it's like a message that I've heard before for people saying that if women want to change their bodies, they need to do it for themselves, blah, blah, blah. So I felt like that was a cool little song. Like, I definitely fuck with it. Like I said, that was a standout feature from Black. And then the next track was called uh, BGM. And uh, it, the beat definitely initially reminded me of like an Anderson Pack beat, um, like that song that he has with Domino Genesis. I don't really, uh, I forget what the name of it is. But uh, anyway, BGM uh, obviously stands for Black Girl Magic. And on this song, he's talking about how he feels about black women's love. And he's just recognizing the shit that black women had to deal with. And like he's using the metaphor of magic, you know what I'm saying? Like he's saying, like he's straight out saying on the hook, I don't know how you did it. 
uh, must be magic, but like he's using that metaphor of magic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, magic is supposed to be a trick, you know what I'm saying? So it's supposed to be something you don't know how it happened, how they did it, but they did it. It's just magic. It just is what it is. So that's what he's saying. It's like magic, the shit that black women have to deal with. You don't know how they get through it, but they just do it. So I fuck with that song. It just had a real good vibe. And, um, Next song was Love by Bryson Tiller. Uh, I said by Bryson Tiller, featuring Bryson Tiller. (laughs) Uh, So Love with Bryson Tiller had Bryson Tiller on the hook. Uh, You know, the beat had a nice little bounce to it for sure. And the verses were just about different situations that they've had with Love. Um, I fucked with the way that while I came in on the beat, like just initially started bobbing my head. I felt like you rolled the beat nicely. And then uh, that goes into the next song called On Chill. That's featuring Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah fucking killed the hook. It just had a good vibe while they had some cool little verses. None of the verses was just like too stand out. Nothing stuck out. It was like, damn, blah, blah, blah. But like the whole song just had a cool little vibe. So uh, one uh, at the end, after listening to these albums, it's not over, but just like I just want to make a point. Uh, while I was listening to these out al- this album, just like those last couple of songs, I, like I was like vibing with all of them. I like starting at like cliche expectations, BGM, love on chill. That was like five straight songs. You know what I'm saying? That was like five straight solid songs. Like, <laughs> I can't even lie. Those are five straight solid songs. And then it just kind of fucks it up to me, which probably won't be to a lot of other people. But just for me, it fucked it up. Like when it went to routine, because I don't really fuck with Meek Mill too much either. So I just wasn't really, this song wasn't really something that I was just like, oh, I need. And then just like the beat, the beat too, it sounded like a beat from like, 2012 or something my nigga like it's not like a bmf or you know just one of them old ross beats like from back back in the day like early you know what i'm saying and it just i just wasn't really fucking with it too much i mean wale came in so trash on this fucking beat i didn't fuck with it uh meek mill was damn spitting though like i will say that about meek i don't really fuck with him too much but whenever i hear him he damn near spit so i mean meek mill came in here spitting um, like I said, initially I didn't really fuck with it, but it song kind of grows on you as you listen to it. Cause I mean, it's just kind of like, uh, that like just hard sound that you kind of like just grows on you as you hear it. But like, uh, it wasn't really, I don't know. So the next fucking song was called love me Nina slash semi-automatic. And I fucked with the first fucking beat. Uh, so like switches up it's almost like two songs in one but i definitely fucked with the first fucking beat uh love um love me fuck (laughs) on love me nina and then like while i had a nice flow on that motherfucker and then uh like so the first half of the song was just like uh a gun about a gun obviously nina and he's just like personifying the gun and then the second song was his uh second half of the song he was talking about it's called semi-automatic so he's talking about like how you have to make take several shots that you might not hit every shot might not achieve i mean be a winner all the time you know what i'm saying but if you take some shots you're gonna hit some of them like semi-automatic you might not hit all the shots but you're gonna hit some of them so that was like a cool song it had a cool little concept behind it 
I didn't really fuck with the second beat so much, but like I said, it was a cool concept. And then, uh, so next song was Break My Heart featuring Lil Durk. And this is probably, it's a tie between uh, this song and 50 in the Safe, which is a couple songs later. But Break My Heart uh, featuring Lil Durk, this was one of my favorite songs on the album for sure. Uh, I fucked with the hook, just like initially, Durk killed it. I fuck with Durk's verse, it just fit perfectly. Uh, the whole concept behind the whole song. And then, like, initially, I didn't uh, really care for Wale's flow on this song. But like I said, after the, like, third, fourth, fifth listen, uh, like, the flow grew on me. And I kind of felt like he was riding the beat. And you know what I'm saying? The song's kind of self-explanatory. Don't break my heart. It's just them rapping about, like, different situations of love. So then the next song was called Debbie. And it kind of had, like, a single feel to me. And I felt like it's supposed to be like a dance track, a feel good track. I think was that I think that was Diddy on the intro. I don't know, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it wasn't Diddy. Sound like Diddy, but um, it has a cool little vibe. You know, like I said, the song grows on you as you hear it a couple times. It wasn't one of my favorite songs. It was kind of just there, but it was a cool little vibe. Um, so then the next song, twelfth song on the album is called Fifty in the Safe, and this fucking hook is just fucking fire. And like, like I said, this. It's a tie between this song and Break My Heart between being my favorite songs on this album because these like this fucking hook is fucking fire to me. Like that hook is fucking fire. So um on the hook is this uh nigga named Pink Sweats. And the song is just about getting money and stacking up and just like putting money in the safe, 50 in the safe. Um, so like I just really fuck with that whole vibe, the whole beat, the hook was fucking fire. Wale's verses were cool, like that hook is fucking fire. I can't say that fucking enough. That hook is fucking fire. So, um, next song after that was uh, Set You Free. And coming from a fire-ass hook, to I felt like this hook was corny. And just the song was just like cliche. I could have did without this song for sure. It sounded like a female R&B song. Uh, and, like, I don't, like, really relate to female music too much. So, like, I just didn't really fuck with this song. And just like the whole vibe of it, it just wasn't me. Like it felt like a, like I said, a female R&B song, and it just wasn't my vibe. So uh, the next song was called Black Bonnie, and that was fe- featuring Jacquees or Jacquez, well, how- however you say that nigga's name. I think it's just Jacquees, but um, and that nigga sound like a nigga from the '90s, an R&B nigga from the '90s, and I don't really know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I just felt like that nigga, you know, like his voice. Like sometimes it sounds good, but sometimes it just sounds like he's trying too hard. It sounds like a nigga that can't really sing, nigga, but still singing. I don't know. Like I don't know. Some niggas fuck with it. I don't know. But like the song's about a chick, and he's com- uh, comparing her to Bonnie, you know, from Bonnie and Clyde, and just like I don't know. It's just like a self-explanatory song. And then the next song was uh, next and last song was called Pole Dance by Megan Thee Stallion, and. After listening to this song, I've come to the verdict that I just don't fuck with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I felt like this was like damn near like a filler song, like ride the wave song, like try to capitalize off Megan Thee Stallion's hype. You know what I'm saying? And just it wasn't for me. Like, honestly, I could have did without this song, like fucking this song that uh, set you free. Like, damn near like the last three songs that damn near could have did without, honestly. Like just to be Just to keep it 100 So uh, To cap it up Like the whole album 
I felt like it had a cool it had a cool little vibe to it like the theme behind the whole album I didn't really I don't know I feel like I feel like it's kind of like Danny Brown's album I don't feel like it had like a a whole central theme to it but it kind of had like a different type of just like shit that he's been through like since his last album and he's just talking about wow that's crazy and he's just like reflecting on things because like a lot of shit has just been crazy like he's just I don't feel like it had like a storytelling theme but it did have like a central theme of just like him reflecting on his life since his last album and he's just talking about like since shit shit's been crazy since then so like wow that's just crazy and i feel like he's just telling a lot of stories just like telling where his mindset at and just reflecting so it did have like a good theme behind it like a whole theme of like reflection to me that's what i thought the theme was and i feel like if he fucking would have cut off like maybe a couple of these like like i said the last three songs this motherfucker damn near could have really been up there like i like to uh grade the albums you know what i'm saying i like to grade the albums and i'm gonna have to give this album a nine out of ten wale wow that's crazy album a nine out of ten because this is like it was a good album if hey if he had cut out those last three songs he could have fucked around got a nine and a half out like there's a lot of songs out here I vibe with And even the songs that weren't exactly my speed They still were cool listenables Like I, they were listenable You know what I'm saying Like I didn't have to skip any songs Like I said the last song Pole Dance I could definitely do it out I will not listen to, listen to that album I mean I will not listen to that song ever again That song is done But like the Black Bonnie I could listen to it if I need to The Set You Free I can listen to it if I need to But I would probably cut the album off At song 12 At 50 in the safe 1 through 12 Fucking fire So if he'd have kept that album like right there I'd have gave it a 9.5 for sure Cause even still in there There's some songs that like I don't necessarily need But they're cool I'll keep them But like the last three songs could have cut off so i'm gonna just give it a nine but if you'd have cut off those last three and made the album like between 10 and 12 songs that nigga Demner could have got a nine and a half for 10 out of me but my final verdict on the wale's wow that's crazy album is a nine out of ten this is definitely a good album it surprisingly enough it's one of the better albums of the year it really is it definitely is and i wouldn't expect to say that and that coming from me should really actually mean something from a nigga that does not fuck with wale i like to say like i can remain subjective and subjectively like that was a good body of work the production the lyrics i was gonna say beats obviously production the engineering just like concepts behind the songs just that was a good album so wale did his thing on this album uh will i go back and listen to this album probably not because like i said i don't fuck with wale but it gave me a new respect for wale for sure it definitely showed me that he can really he's a true artist and he's uh a true lyricist and it definitely showed me that he can do some uh, he can make some good music So like I said Will I go back and listen to this album? Probably not But there were 
definitely three songs that I didn't add them to my playlist, but I liked them. And Google Play makes a whole playlist like that. And I like to kind of lead that, make that playlist different. So songs that I like, but I don't actually want to put them on my playlist and hear every day. I just like them. And then every now and then I go back and listen to that liked song playlist. So this would be a good little, good little few songs on that liked playlist that when I go listen to that, it'll be a cool, like, hey, yeah, Wale can do this shit. But like, will I go back and listen to this album? Probably not. I don't fuck with Wale too hard like that. I don't fuck with them at all, really. But this was a definite. This was definitely a good album, and I recommend that you go check it out. Wale, wow, that's crazy. Nine out of ten from Donny Ray. So, like I said, this is Donny Ray's no fucking filter album review. Just review Wale's wow, that's crazy album. And next week I'm gonna do Kevin Gates album. I don't really know the name of it right now, but I heard a lot of. Uh, Good things about that album so i'm gonna review that album make sure you check out that review make sure you check out the uh fucking donny ray's no filter we're gonna be dropping one of them this week uh make sure you follow me on twitter at black on black b-l-a-c-k on b-l-a-c-c uh i think that's it we out yes sir